It's time that I trust myself and be free. I'm not striving to be who I think they want me to be. I lost my pace thinking life was a race. Hit with adversity having me feel this place. Feeling numb made my soul feel disgrace. I didn't know what to pray for, so I fell into a dark place. Flight and fight took over my life, but now I share how I ran that race. Welcome to this journey of making an effort to being more aware and freely vulnerable. My name is Steven and I'm the host of the Bold Podcast. I'm sharing this safe space because some of us don't always have that. But most importantly, you're not alone. So put on your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. I see that you're taking the time out of your day to actually come and listen to me talk about what am I doing with my life. Now, let me tell you something. We're doing things a little bit different today. Why? Because it's my podcast. I can do what I want to do. It's my safe space. I run it how I want to run it. But anyways, as you can see, there is no disclaimer today. This is episode three, and I hope that you guys get the message that I am trying to convey going forward um so one more thing to say if you're expecting for me to sit here and give you a list of things that i am actively doing in my life on the exterior as far as uh um things that i'm involved in no this ain't this ain't the episode i'm sorry this is more internal but hey it may be beneficial for you so uh let, let me just go ahead and jump into it. Um, so I'll be honest, be vulnerable and be honest and say that I have struggled with recording this podcast. Um, I had an idea and a topic to talk about, but to be honest, um, it just wouldn't fall with the flow of everything else that I have uh, shared with you guys so far. Um, and even with that being said, um, you know, God has... Uh, a funny way of showing up and making you stand still because I knew what I wanted to talk about. I'll be honest, I was going to be talking about coping. And I had my research and things of that nature, but it was just like, ah. every time I went to go to record, it was just like my mind went blank. I just could not stay on topic. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to force it. I'm really not going to force it. And that's exactly what I didn't do. I didn't force it. And um, I got the opportunity to um, attend a leadership training uh, through my church. And when I say that the training was very eye-opening for me um, because of where I am in my life and honestly what I have been going through or what what my life consisted of for the past 11, 12 months or so. Um, and it really came down to me having to rebuild the idea of what I consider life and just everything that is dealing with life itself. Um, so what am I saying where am I going 
for the past 12 months, I've been battling mentally, emotionally, uh, probably even physically as well. And I'm not going to get deep into it, obviously, but it was a struggle. Things got dark as well. Um, Dark in the sense of not having any hope, losing faith, and as far as confidence and self-esteem, it's just like, no, in a sense, throwing in the towel. Yes, getting ready to throw in the towel. But I will say this, for those troopers out there that continued to pray for me, I say thank you. Of course, I thank God for um, placing me on your heart to even lift my name up to the highest of high. So I say thank you for that, of course. But anyways, um, so a couple weeks ago, my uh, pastor um, was preaching a sermon. And one of the things that really has stuck with me is when he said, don't lose sight of your sight. Um, Don't lose sight, S-I-G-H-T, of your sight, S-I-T-E. And for the past couple months, I have been very undecisive. Oh my God, let me tell y'all, very undecisive. To the point to where I, because I didn't know how to make a decision, I was searching everywhere for an answer. And the downfall to that was I was willing to consume information that may, I felt like may have gotten me to answer, but it got me closer to I don't want to say destruction, but to a darker path of losing hope. And I started to question myself. I started to question my abilities. Um, I started to question, like, really who's for me, who's not for me, um, whether I trust my decisions. Like, it, 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 got, it got rough. It got really, really rough. And... In the midst of that, I got very distracted from being able to see what the end goal really was. And I don't remember where I seen it or where I was, but or where I heard it from. It may have been church. And it was pretty much talking about um being broken down to be rebuilt up now i don't really like to read unless it's something that i'm very interested in so a few years years back i got a gifted a book by uh td jakes and it's called crushing god's god turns pressure into power and there's a portion in here that I wanted to point out before I get into the rest of what I was going to bring up. Um, 
Stranded and sidelined, we begin feeling anxious, afraid, and uncertain. As if striking out into something new wasn't jarring enough, we become anxious because we didn't plan on making any stops, let alone in deserted places. Then it jumps on to say, and it's all because we got lost along the way to where we thought we were going. Only God knew we weren't lost any more than the people of Israel wandering in the desert for 40 years before entering the promised land. Then I'll jump down just a little bit more. And then it talks about, uh, but these crushing places also reveal there's more to our lives than what we had planned. They force us to reset our compass on our creator as we look for his guidance and follow his direction. The truly invaluable, marvelous, and eternal aspects of our identity and ultimate destiny are then displayed. So, it was a lot through all of that. Um, but just to unpack a portion of that, and I promise you, if you stick around, it, I believe that it will make sense. So, feeling anxious, afraid, and uncertain. That all comes, obviously the uncertainty, that all comes with not knowing, I mean uncertainty, not knowing what's going to happen next. And being anxious and feeling nervous and afraid, you go searching for answers. And... This feeling can come from something that may be, that may have been triggered. Uh, it can be a trauma that may have been triggered, or it can be a pain that you have inflicted, or it could be a season that you're going through, and you go searching for answers. And while you go searching for answers, you also find yourself lost. And because you're searching for answers, your intentions were pure. But the path that you took, you thought that you were going down a good path, but it really left you undecided, confused, feeling like you're losing your mind, aka I'm talking about myself. And so it was, I, I don't want to say an epiphany, but it was just like, ah, you got to get yourself together. So where did the title of today's episode come from? So one day I was watching some YouTube video. I can't even remember what it was. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, Stephen, what are you doing with your life? Like you're productive. But then I also was sitting there like, man, I feel like I've sowed so many seeds. But yet I have seen the fruit from those seeds. And then I had to ask myself, and it's just like, okay, have you been consistent? And that was something that I really didn't want to answer. Because yes, I've been consistent. Maybe not in the right areas, but I have been consistent. Then I realized that, okay, you're not wanting to take accountability for your production. In order for you to see the results that you want to see, the 
production has to continue. From that, I realized that, okay, because I sowed the seed and because I don't see the fruit, then, you know, maybe I should find something else to do. Maybe I should go searching for something else. And it got me in a position to where I lost sight. But here's the crazy thing. When you think you lose sight, somehow God still gives you, not gives you, let me take that back. Somehow God still shows you a premiere of what he promised you. And it's just like, okay, this is something that I've seen before, but yet I don't see anything else moving for this movie to even come out. And I realized that what God was really doing was breaking me down to allow me to see the sight that he had already showed me a premiere of in the beginning. And from that moment, I was like... What I thought was going to break me actually made me stronger. And there's a, let me tell y'all something. Over the past 11 months, if you know me, if you're close to me, you can testify, you know what I'm speaking of, you, you know where I, where my life was vibrating at, at moments I'm happy to be where I am I'm happy to be able to recognize my achievements and even have hope and my faith starts to increase so to kind of wrap it back around to this leadership training. My pastor um, broke down to us the rubric of rebuilding. And I have some of the notes and I'm going to give him full credit. Apostle C. Shimon Webster is who presented this format and rubric of rebuilding. I'm not going to go through all of it because there are specific points in here that I really wanted to touch on. So, for this leadership training, um, I went with the perspective of learning how to lead my life better. Because in order for me to be a businessman, in order for me to be an entrepreneur, in order for me to, to be able to reach the level that I have seen a premiere of me being on, I have to be able to lead my life. And not saying that, oh, I'm taking control and God is... No, what I mean as far as I have to lead by what comes out of my mouth. 
if this is what the dream that God has allowed me to dream, then I have to walk in accordance to that dream. So I have to learn how to deal with certain situations. And number one, he mentioned understanding the culture of change. And because over the past couple, well, the past 11 months, not understanding how to deal with certain change, certain distractions, certain downfalls, certain hiccups, you really can go astray. I spiraled because I didn't know and understand the culture of change. And another place that I failed, well, yes, yes, I failed in because failure is okay. And I'll get into that in a little bit. I spent too much time on step number two, surveying the site. And I spent so much time on it because it included my emotions. And that was another thing because it was because I didn't understand the culture of change. I didn't understand how to deal with the emotions during those changes. And in, I didn't sit in this meet, this training to say, oh, I'm going to just talk about this whole training in my podcast. Because when I tell you, when I was sitting in there, I was just like, <laughs> I wanted to, well, first of all, it was, it was virtual. But... I wanted to open my mic a few times to just be like, man, this is for me. This is for me. Like outside of ministry, I need to learn how to lead my life better than what I have been doing for the past 11 months. But anyways, I spent so much time processing what happened, but I never really asked myself, is it beyond my control? But because I inflicted the pain, because I went through the season of change, I dwelled on it for so long. And the crazy thing about it is the emotions kept repeating. But during this stage where you survey the site, there is no repeat. You process what you see, how you feel, and what yet remains. So that was survey the site, which is the S-I-T-E. Point number three was survey your site. And obviously that means S-I-G-H-T. And he was speaking, and one of the bullet points was, you can't afford repeats. Nothing rebuilt was the exact same. And when I was looking at that, I, I started to think about everything that I felt was tangible for my life that has left over the past 11 months. And I'm sitting here like, man, I just completely, like, Lunk out of this. I don't even know how I'm still qualified for this. I don't understand how I'm still graced by this. Like, seriously. But here's the thing. 
failure is okay, especially if you survive whatever the season is. Because all that is is grace and mercy and God saying, look, I allowed you to get through that because there's something greater on the other side. And because there's something greater on the other side, you now have something that can remind you that I always got you. And I just... And when I came to that realization, as if it wasn't something that I already knew, I was like, because you've been focusing so much on the failure, you robbed yourself of the opportunity to be able to move forward. So just just imagining right before you hit a year mark of being in a emotional and mental spiral, you realize that You've been focusing on something that's out of your control. And you've been also robbing yourself of that opportunity to move forward. And I was like, I can't be mad at nobody else but me. Like, even if whatever you went through, even if it was out of your control, at the end of the day, don't hold on to it. For so long and here's one thing during the training um lady kate webster was talking about um your tone and i hope i say it right but 90 percent of your message will not be perceived if your tone is not right so my tone on how i respond to situations and change internally I seen that the result, how am I trying to say this? Because I, I understood how when she said it, I took it in, a, in an internal way. But the way that I respond to change, my tone internally corresponds to 90% of the results from how I reacted. So if it's something that I may have felt that I was just dealt a bad hand, how I responded also gave me the results on how my life is just going to move forward. And hopefully that, that made sense because I don't want to dwell too much on that. But I thought that was very profound that she said that. Um, but getting back to the uh, rubric of re rebuilding. Um, surveying your site. Uh, not not being able to afford to repeat anything old in the past because again nothing rebuilt is the exact same I'm glad for one that God held on to me for the past 11 months while I was going through a season of change but I'm glad that I went through this training to be able to see that for the past 11 months, yes, I may have incurred or inflicted, been inflicted, but at the end of the day, I still have a light that shines and being able to have hope again, being able to have faith in God again is one of the greatest feelings in the world and I'm I'm professing that to the world 
It is one of the greatest feelings to have in the world. Better than anything else. To be able to have faith in God. Especially on what he promised you. And just to have faith in him just because he is God. And him allowing allowing you to see day to day. Night to night. Um, so yes. Survey the site. Then strategize. So here's another part. Strategize. Man. So with focusing so much on my failure and finding ways to get back to the top and finding ways to regain everything that I said that I lost I became very undecisive and I was like oh I'm interested in this and I'm interested in that and I'm do- I want to do this and I want to do that and because I was very indecisive I was losing so much time I was wasting so much time and I was not moving forward and because I wasn't moving forward I was getting very um, discouraged and frustrated and it began to get to a point to where I started to get angry because it's like my life is not going anywhere. I'm not, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Although I'm producing, but I feel like anything tangible for my life, I'm just, I'm just sitting still stagnant. And you know why? Do you know why? It's because I had so many interests, but no interest plan. I got interest in all of these things. But where's the plan? Where did I strategize? For the past 11 months, where was I strategizing? To stay in the same season, for one, mindset, for 11 months, and get frustrated because you're stagnant and still, where's the plan? There was no plan. Besides, look for an answer on what to do, on how to move forward. Being undecisive is very expensive. For the soul, for one, definitely. Mentally, emotionally, and whatever status that you want to have for your life, it's very expensive. And I definitely could not have afforded that without for one God's grace for the past 11 months so I'm appreciative and I give him praise for that too I appreciated the whole the whole training because I had a mental block to get to this point of recording and talking about what am I doing with my life and hopefully something came out of all of that and hopefully the picture was painted to where you can understand so let's wrap it up what am I doing with my life What am I doing with my life? After falling out of alignment over the course of 11 months, personally, individually, 
excluding any any and everybody outside of me. While falling out of alignment and focusing so much on the failure, moping about the failure and work that I felt like went down the drain, becoming stagnant and falling out of alignment because of unmet expectations, setbacks, um, obstacles, unimaginable changes. I was able to rebuild a conscious. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. I was able to rebuild a conscious to dream on how my life is going to move forward. Let me tell you something. When you're going through the storm, that's when you really find out how strong you are. When you're going through the storm, the storm, Jesus can't talk. When you're going through the storm, sometimes that's when you plead and cry so much because you feel like you can't take anymore. You feel weak. You feel depleted. You feel like there's nothing left that you can offer. And then it's like one moment, everything ceases. Everything stops. And there's like a light that goes on. And it's like, dang, it's done. It's over. It's over. That season has passed me now. That season has passed me now. Let me say it for the people in the back. That season has passed me now. That there, just saying that was just really a relief. And I don't have to even explain that. Why it was a relief. That's between me and God. So... The last part is success redefined. And again, that's me gaining conscious. My conscious, I got my conscious back. So, Stephen, what are you doing with your life? I'm moving forward. Yes, I am moving forward with every dream every plan every vision that I have ever dreamed about it's going forward so as it has come to the end as I feel very ecstatic and very accomplished and that this here is a weight lifted I challenge you to ask yourself what am I doing with my life not the school 
job, not the marriage, not the parenting, not the business. No. What am I doing with my life? Because guess what? There's going to be another season of change. You better strategize. And with that being said, this week I will be celebrating um, uh, my one year anniversary of being married. And that is something we'll discuss about marriage. Just in general, what I have learned about marriage but I want to say happy anniversary to my wife Um, I know it's a couple days early but I mean obviously this is the episode before the anniversary so I want to say thank you thank you for being patient with me and allowing me to have time to just like get this episode out and what I mean by that you know what I mean by that because what's understood doesn't have to be explained but Um, Yes, happy anniversary. And again, thank you guys for coming back and joining in and just being on that journey of learning what it means to be vulnerable. I hope something I said today was very profound to your heart to move forward and learn how to strategize. Understanding to do what's best for your life and not become stagnant. So again, Uh, I love you. And of course, you are not alone. I'm here to talk too. Let me know. I'm out.